0: Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one, Radio network.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you fun seekers. Hi, this is Patrick Timpone. We're going to have a good time today. We're going to be waxing a little bit uh, uh, financially, geopolitically uh, later on this morning. We'll talk to uh, Scott Horton, who I've known for about 25 years. He's written books on Iraq and Syria and now he's talking about uh, the Russian Ukrainian thing. Uh, he's from antiwar.com. Also, he's a real true libertarian down deep in his DNA. Scott's always fun to talk to, so we're going to get his take on things. And first up this morning is a gentleman who I have a lot of respect for, Martin, e- uh, Martin Armstrong. Martin uh, e- uh, Armstrong com. Mr. Armstrong has. Uh, uh, known a lot of the higher-ups uh, over the years, and he was in in um, uh, privy to a lot of meetings where people would invite him in and ask him opinions on what he should do, how, sh- how they should run the world, and he told them just to get out of politics. But they didn't listen, so they just stayed right there, and they just did it anyway. What can I, what can I say? Martin Armstrong, very pleasant uh, good morning to you, sir. Nice to have you here. It's always a pleasure. You're one of my heroes.
1: Oh it's always nice to be back Patrick.
0: Yeah, thank you. Okay, so John Bolton and Blinken wake up one morning and uh, they got a call from Klaus Schwab and and they and you know they want to know what to do. And so they invite Martin Armstrong to the White House and and Klaus is telling them you, you know we got to figure this thing out. What do you tell him? what do you tell old Blinken and <laughs> and Bolton? I mean, what do you tell him?
1: well actually what's going on is um there there is more of a war going on between the state department and the pentagon uh the pentagon's been trying to throw cold water on this whole nonsense but the state department is in the clutches of neocons that always want war no matter what um i mean if you look historically it, the neocons have made up uh, whatever it takes just to to get to create every war. I mean, you can Google. I mean, even Johnson himself said, you know, for all he knew that uh, you know the the guys were shooting at whales that night in Tonkin Gulf. Um, hmm. The weapons of mass destruction they made up, which never existed. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can go on and on. Um, uh, even. Uh, Pearl Harbor. Most people, you know, have no idea what really took place. And um, before that, the U.S. was doing the same thing then as it has been doing to Russia now. Uh, put sanctions on them, froze all their money in, in the United States. Then uh, was threatening oil embargoes uh, to prevent them from getting them, you know, any oil from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I think 80% of of their energy came from the United States back then. Um, And, uh, you know, it's always been a conspiracy theory and even investigations in the Senate that um, FDR was deliberately trying to get the United States into war. Yes, sir. Uh, Because, you know, to get into war, Congress has to issue a declaration of war. And they would not do it for Europe. Uh, so he put in all these sanctions against Japan. and, you know, putting an oil embargo on them and everything else, and then said they were going to, you know, uh, block them from getting oil from Southeast Asia. That was it. they They did it. it.
0: So they took
1: out Pearl Harbor,
0: kind of the same playbook. I mean, but I'm going to go back a minute, then, Mr. Armstrong, to the State Department and the Pentagon. So the Pentagon, could we say, would these be controlled by the like the joint chiefs, the big dudes with all the stars and ribbons and all that? Or do they run the thing, show at the Pentagon, and they are separate from Bolton and Blinken and Biden and that crew. Yeah, um, yeah, Blinken is
1: Secretary of State. State, right. Um, and <clears throat> the military is basically uh, mostly... You know there okay it's not necessarily political uh and i mean that's what you know people have to understand uh there's the deep state but that tends to be the agencies all right so you uh even in the 87 crash it was the uh sec was was blaming the cftc you know so they fight amongst each other right all right, it was your fault, not ours. That that sort of thing. Then you have the neocons, and the neocons uh, are not Republican or Democrat. They're there, and they exist in both parties. Uh, so, I mean, Hillary Clinton um, is one, uh, and her good buddy was John McCain, who is one. Uh, you know, you have Lindsey Graham. You you have an awful lot of these people, and they're on both sides of the aisle. The, the They may not agree on domestic politics as far as economics is concerned, but they do agree that, you know, you have to destroy your enemies, which are Russia and China.
0: They just like war. Uh, they, they like war. Yeah, it,
1: yeah. That's it. They it, like war. Um, they like war. It, it's. So, so you know, I mean, so there's actually. Saying that, go ahead. You know, Biden is the leader of the free world. I mean, even that is propaganda. Uh, all right. All <clears> right. <throat> Communism fell in 1989. Russians are free to move. Chinese are free to move. They all come here. They invest, whatever. So what is this free world thing? I mean, that ended with the fall of the Berlin Wall, you know, but they still keep up the same rhetoric, you know, and so it, it's just that the Chinese and the Russians, you uh, were their enemies and the fact that they're no longer communists doesn't change it so
0: they they Uh, need this enemy because they're guys who they play golf with uh, the boeings of the world and military industrial complex and whoever they just they need to keep the rhetoric up for fear and war and money and this whole thing that they do this is what they do, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's. I think more of a personal hatred,
0: actually, really, of Russia, um, Russian, among
1: the neocons. Uh, yes, I mean, yes. There's the military establishment, etc. That you know that Ike warned about, but uh, that's actually been superseded. The the people that get more money and donate more to Congress happens to be. The pharmaceutical industry. Yes, sir. Um, Big. They passed, they passed the military some time ago. <laughs> so, um, But yeah, these neocons, they really went uh, effectively when the Berlin Wall fell. And uh, you have to ask yourself, if Russia's not an enemy, then why do we need NATO?
0: If Russia's not so an the, enemy, why do we need NATO? Yeah, that's a good question, so isn't it? They
1: have <laughs> to keep... Yeah. You know saying russia is an enemy uh and and just look at the propaganda oh uh putin is an ex-kgb guy and he wants to re-establish the the soviet union right this is their their pitch okay he's been in power for 22 years he has not tried to reestablish communism and he's not tried to invade europe <laughs> um <laughs> not yet
0: yeah no he but, has not he has not
1: no um <clears throat> so it's completely different. All right. Uh, You and this whole Ukraine thing. Hmm. When Russia fell, uh, there was the 1991 Belgrade Agreement. And the problem there was that all these various uh, Soviet Union satellites had nuclear weapons. And what most people don't realize is that Ukraine was the third largest nuclear power in the world. It had more nukes than China did. Really? And yeah, it's a fact that people like don't don't understand. So the 1991 Belgrade agreement was that they gave up all their nukes, returned them to Russia. In return, NATO promised it would not invade. And Russia said they would not invade as long as they re- remained neutral.
0: Okay. In 92. Okay. Putin signed this one. Putin signed it. Right.
1: right. So both sides agree. All right. Then you have this guy, Zelensky, like trying to join NATO and things of this nature. And then you, you know, I really feel that this was kind of intentional because, first of all, they sent Harris over to this uh, Munich security meeting. All right. That should have been Blinken. I should have been Secretary of State, not the VP. Um, and I know people in, in Washington that, you know, they, they regard her as a real idiot, that they have to pull out a map to show her where countries even are. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. And um, kind of it's fact. really quite pathetic. So why would you send somebody like that over there? Uh, and then she's you know i think somebody gave her a script and said hey you know you should tell Zelensky to join nato and she stands up and says oh well, i think you should join nato does she even understand what she's really saying that's like overturning the 91 agreement she did that on february 20th putin invaded four days later
0: yes So Um, Newland and that crowd put in Yatsu what's-his-face, in 2014 into Ukraine. I mean, that's on record. They actually got a recording of it, right? You can see it today on YouTube. I mean, it's still up. I can't believe they haven't taken it down. So they, these people, they've been planning this for a while to start this war, right? To get Putin to come in. Is that fair?
1: It, I, I, think so largely you have to understand strategically what ukraine is mm-hmm. besides all the the pipelines that from russia to feed europe go through there it is the biggest expanse of a flat land so to invade russia you go through ukraine i see uh, hitler did it napoleon did it etc uh, and the joke in Russia is, why didn't God build mountains there, too? You know, <laughs> they would have prevented that. But um, So strategically, Ukraine has been very critical to the survival of Russia itself. I see. Because uh, they see it as the pathway in and it's been used twice before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, Putin's side of it. And uh, Newland has been... There are also tapes that that show, and I think uh, uh, Oliver Stone's, you know, documentary, Ukraine uh, Ukraine on Fire, uh, even, you know, pointed out that, you know, the protesters went to Newland and said, you know, gee, you know, we could use your support. And she said, we can't get get in until uh, at least, you know, 100 protesters are killed. So, the the buildings from which the you know uh, the, the snipers were in my dad were the buildings that the the protesters had taken, hmm. and there's video clips of them bringing people into the spot where they would be killed, hmm. um, and exactly one hundred were killed. Wow,
0: exactly um, one hundred.
1: Exactly okay. one hundred.
0: So so big picture, you're going over to see Klaus Schwab. He invites you over for dinner. He's in some castle in Davos, right? The World Economic <laughs> Forum and says, Martin, come on over. I'm in a jam here. I don't know what's going on. Um, what would you, I mean, I mean, it's a dumb question. He's not going to invite you, but what would you tell him to do? What do you think he wants to do? What does he, does he just want to make sure that Russia and China do not do this whole Mess up this reset thing, Martin, whatever they're going.
1: No, he wants them part of it. He wants them part Um, of
0: it. They're not going to do that, though, are they?
1: Look, this is why you get these calls uh, for regime change in Russia. Ah. Soros came out and said that uh, Russia and China represent the threat to civilization. All right. So they can't pull off their great reset without... Taking them down,
0: really? Um, they have to take the them down. Three, they can't take yes, Russia and China obstacles. down. These guys got nukes, man. They can't do that.
1: They're, they're trying to do it. You know, the, the, honestly, they—I I, think—are deranged, but. <laughs> Uh, they really think if they get rid of Putin and and Jing, that they'll be able to sway the the countries to a- adopt their How great come? reset.
0: Do they, they don't really believe that, Martin
1: Armstrong. They, they honestly do believe this.
0: Um, that's dangerous.
1: Look, Schwab is done. Um, look, I've even shaken hands with Have with you? Klaus. Have you? Right? Have you? <laughs> I met him, but. Um, he has been very systematic over the years it's his economic theory it's his baby uh and uh it's he has infiltrated most of the governments around yes sir uh the head of the eu g- even came from his board of directors all right the head of the ecb is on his board of directors the head of the imf is on his board of what, directors. of
0: world economic forum
1: Yes, yes, oh, yes. Really? Yes. Oh, good. Uh, Trudeau uh, is one of his young global leaders. So is Zelensky. Oh, Zelensky uh, too? Wow. Yes. I'm uh, shocked. And you just go down the list. He's got people in basically everywhere. Uh, you look at... Hmm. Um, hmm. It doesn't matter what country you go to. He has managed to infiltrate it. The head of... of uh, New Zealand, another you know global you know young global leader, Australia. I mean, he the the countries that were with the most draconian response to COVID, yes sir. were all basically people that he installed.
0: Interesting. So that's been the whole thing, Martin Armstrong, with the, the New Zealand and uh, and Australia and all this this really draconian stuff, as you say, for COVID, because they the Klaus Schwab's boys are in there. Doing their, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: look, you can Google this. I mean, um, they, you know, they're their young global leaders, even wow. uh, Zelensky. I mean, it's um, yeah. so, so. It, it's quite an amazing. I mean, Soros's son is. And then I think it was in the Epic Times Soros came out and, and even said that, you know, that Jing uh, and China and Putin have got to be removed. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, it's this is their theory. And, and then it, Biden, a the lot other, co, co,
0: Biden the other day actually said it, too. I mean, he said that we really have to take this guy out. Of course, Joe. You know, mean, he's, you know.
1: Look, this is, I mean, Biden, I think, um, he went off script in Poland. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and saying, you know, oh, for God's sake, this man's got to be taken out of power. I mean, if, if Russia said that about the president of the United States, we would be up in arms. Yes, um and the real polls in 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 Russia all this is doing is building up Putin it's not the, it's not tearing him down his his approval ratings have passed now 70%
0: is that in Russia the russian in people Russia. are supporting old at this point
1: why because he's look you know if you're going to put sanctions on it's one thing to put sanctions on between two countries Putin, you know, uh, okay, fine, but they're saying anybody that knows Putin, oh, we're going to put sanctions on that. The, the New York Met fired their, uh, a Russian soprano because she knew Putin <laughs> fired her. <I> know. <laughs> uh, Czechoslovakia has gone even crazy. There's over 40,000 Russians that live there. They're confiscating everybody's property who is Russian, period. In Czechoslovakia. You, in Czechoslovakia. In Czechoslovakia. Switzerland's starting to do the same. Wow. You must prove you do not support Putin to get your own assets back. Uh, this is pretty much what they did to the Japanese in World War II. Yes, sir. Wow. I mean, you know, what's the next step? Internment camps? Um, I mean, this has gone bizarre now you're you're threatening russian the russian people themselves all right uh Uh, and now you're you're beyond just you know sanctions of of against putin or whatever um but then do you expect the people to overthrow oh we're going to make it so horrible for you that you have to overthrow your president
0: not going to happen right
1: no, they, they go, wait a minute, you're the one attacking us. So if anything, it, it emboldens them to, to be even more resistant. Mm-hmm. And then you have Biden going completely nuts and telling uh, China, if you support uh, you know, Putin, we're going to you know, impose the same sanctions on you. He has already destroyed um, the world economy. You know, inflation's rising. Uh, R- Russia and Ukraine represent 30% of the world exports of wheat.
0: 30% of wheat? Uh, just wheat alone. 30% of wheat. Wow.
1: Right. Um, <clears throat> if they cut off, it, you know, all the energy to Europe, I mean, what are they going to do?
0: Um, and you Europe know, needs uh, Putin's gas, oil. They need it, right? They yeah, ha- they I mean, have to have they it. don't
1: have you know, independent energy. Uh, And Germany, you can also Google it and you'll find that Germany's put out booklets to its people how to cook without electricity.
0: How to cook without electricity. Good luck with that. Yeah, a
1: cookbook. How to cook without electricity. You get two steaks and you rub them together, you know.
0: (laughs) Good Um, luck with that.
1: So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to go over very well. So this (laughs) is,
0: this is a lot more and we're going to, I'm going to do a break but after the break we'll get into the money end of it and gold and, and Ruble and all that. But uh, we had an email from George here wants to know, uh, could you ask your guest what his take in research shows on these biolabs? We've read on Saker and other places that the biolabs were actually for the United States kind of operation, CIA, to someday use on Russians. Is that is that true? Do you think? Do we well, know?
1: Uh, 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 Apparently, there are documents surfacing now from uh, the laptop from hell.
0: Oh, really? That's part of this thing,
1: too? Oh, yeah. That that shows that Hunter Biden was involved in actually funding bioweapons research and filtering it into Ukraine. Um, Whoa. And China has said the same thing, that the U.S. has got biolabs on their border as well. and And the main thing you have to be concerned about is it was actually part of the plot in uh, the last James Bond movie Hmm. is that you can take these bioweapons and actually target an individual, or you can use it to target an ethnic race. Uh, And that is absolutely true. It's not a, a Hollywood made up plot. In fact, Macron refused to take a a, a COVID test with uh, in Russia because that would give them his DNA. Come on. So <laughs> really? Google it. You'll find out. I mean, I mean, you, if they give you a COVID test and they take your DNA, they could make a weapon which just kill you. How would um, they get
0: it to you? How would they get it in your body? Through a special vaccine or something? Yeah
1: no i mean they can even do it air, you know with an aerial spray or something yeah. it's uh uh it you know it, it can get you know something like that can be very uh can be delivered in many different ways
0: and i would suspect then that that putin had a lot of intel into ukraine and he would have a pretty good idea what was going on martin armstrong with these bio labs if if that's true I mean they would know yes yeah, they would i
1: know. mean they they basically said that but the western press is oh that's all propaganda and it's not i mean um look both sides are probably you know doing the very same thing creating bioweapons that would wipe out just russians or just americans or whatever you know it's uh wiping out americans would be a little bit more difficult because we have a very mixed um bag of ethnicity, yeah. uh but yeah.
0: And, uh, and to it, me and to me to, sir, what's really kind of spooky is you you've been hearing and it's quieted down now, but that they're concerned that Russia is going to release some of these things, right? And of course that sets up a false
1: flag event.
0: I, I mean, am I too cynical there? I mean come on.
1: Look, false flags are typical and I am very concerned that if anybody would do it, it would be more or less Zelensky. Um I mean, every you know, <clears throat> from the the Reichstag fire that, that Hitler used to get power and says, "Oh, let's see, the communists did this," um, you know, uh, to nine eleven, to I mean, all these different yes, uh, things. I mean, there's even you can Google uh, Northwoods. Um, it's in it's in <clears throat> um, Wikipedia, uh, but, you know, where the the CIA proposed to Kennedy to kill Americans and then blame it on Cuba to support an invasion operation. I mean, this is is very, you know, this is standard operational procedure for them Um, that, you know, based upon what I've heard that, you know, there were people that were from MI6 in Syria that actually released some chemicals to try and pretend it was uh, Syrian forces, which it didn't fly. Uh, and those very same people are supposed to be in Ukraine right now.
0: So, be- so before the break, w- w- I've never understood this idea of uh, Saudi Arabia with the United States helping to kill maybe, I think it's about a half a million people in Syria. Why Why do, why do they, is it just about the Iranian influence in Syria that Saudis all got their pants in a wide over? Uh, do you know?
1: No, you, you- You have to also understand it's a uh, a religious, you know, divide there. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Sunni versus Shiite. Ah. The Shiite from Iran do not believe in kings, which rule in Saudi Arabia. Ah. They believe that the, what they call the Ayatollah, the church should rule the state. Ah. And so it's it's kind of a, uh, a division of almost like the Protestant, refor- you know, yes, Reformation, okay. you, know, you know, against the the Pope versus you know local whatever. Gotcha. Uh, it's similar along those lines, where the Shiite believe in in uh, God religious so- section rule, right? In Saudi and Saudi, in Saudi, Saudi Arabia they're Sunni, so it's a it's a royalty of of kings, so that's at the core of the whole thing why, why the Middle East is is um, always a hot spot because of, of religion
0: and so and in in the Middle East and religion and politics is really one and the same generally and that's what really makes it messy right
1: yeah it's, it, it it's, really makes you're it not messy. really going to solve a lot of this Um hmm. Uh ISIS was also, you know, the guy claiming that he was the new caliph, you know, mm-hmm. uh, appointed by Mohammed. I mean, so when you start getting religion involved, uh, it it's becomes much, much worse. Just not going to. Um,
0: Martin, let's take a little break, and then we're going to get into things like the petrol dollar, rubles, gas, Bitcoin, gold, oil, and see where that's all going with Martin Armstrong. of you care to join us, 888-663-6386, email Patrick. At one radio network.com. Check out his website and Armstrong Economics. I'm a little member there. I pay a few bucks a month and get some extra stuff. You can do the same thing, Martin or Armstrong Economics. Com. This is on sale right now. Check it out. For my
2: first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink. And I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm going to be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining and one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food so colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive it contains all of the essential amino acids it contains all of the essential lipids or fats contains all of the essential glyconutrients those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function so it's got all of that and all those growth factors which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Mm, Tastes great. It's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum, too.
0: A couple more days of a sale with this uh, guy, and we have four flavors now, regular, the uh, the original, which we've been taking for like 14 years, something like that. Anyway, then we have chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry on sale. Use promo code RESTORE20, RESTORE20, 20% off, I think, through uh, the 31th, which would be a, a couple days from now, I guess. It's uh, March 29 right now. Back to Martin Armstrong in a second. But we have a, a a machine that we have been using to produce molecular hydrogen, browns gas, for, I guess, two and a half years now. It's You can imagine the... The different technologies I've been exposed to, I began broadcasting in 1968 when, really? That's a long time ago. And uh, I've been offered a lot of potions and creams and gadgets over the years to promote. You know, they do that. They send me stuff. And this is probably the coolest ever technology. I breathe it all the time, every day. I drink the water, and it's really something. And we have it on sale. Promo code 1RADIO for 20% off. It's the molecular hydrogen machine. Check this out, and uh, it's a great investment, a lifetime warranty, too, which is really something. This is from a previous show with Dr. Mark Circus.
3: So three months ago, a study that was published in Dove Press, brain metastasis completely disappear in non-small cell lung cancer using hydrogen gas inhalation. A case study done in China, a 44-year-old woman diagnosed with multiple metastasis.
0: What's a metastasis? It
3: means it's spread. It's spreading. It's it's, it's not just one tumor. You have multiple tumors. Uh Uh-huh. The kind of case where there's no hope, doctors give up hope, complete remission using hydrogen gas. Really? In terms of brain cancer, and of course, in my hydrogen book, which people can download from my site, quite a bit of information about using hydrogen for cancer and the many reasons and studies that lead up to that. But this, this study that I'm talking about today, it's, uh, it's it. like taking a two, two by four and smashing it over the sign of modern oncology, like wake up, boys. Here's something simple, something you should be doing anyway that happens to help people with the worst forms of cancer, almost doomed to die.
0: I'm surprised that we even, oh, we're not on YouTube anymore, so that's why they, they, anyway, uh, we don't make any claims. We're not saying that if you breathe this that you'll get rid of your cancer cells, but um, there's studies. You can go to molecularhydrogeninstitute.com and see pages of peer-reviewed studies. There's a lot of work going on with the molecular hydrogen, in as uh, Dr. Serkis uh, alluded to, in Japan, on the, in, in Singapore, in China, and uh, there's lots of machines out there, and some hydrogen machines, even less money than George's, but George Wiseman, who builds ours, who we know George, have for a long time. He has safety features on his that very few have, and hydrogen is a very powerful molecule. Hydrogen bombs, hi- hydrogen, you know, cars, hydrogen buses, you know, and now a lot of talk about hydrogen going to be the next real fuel of the future. Um, it's a very powerful, so you gotta you gotta be careful, and you have to have safety features on a unit that if it gets lower, if it gets high, or whatever, it turns off and he has alarms. So he's got the best one. We think. So just don't go for price, uh, 20% off, it's a couple grand, but it's a lifetime warranty, a lifetime warranty. Hello, lifetime warranty, and a one-year, no-questions-asked money-back warranty. The AquaCare machine on oneradionetwork.com. Use promo code One Radio 20 percent From the Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com. Speaking of that, uh, Mister Armstrong, uh, I've been in as you, as I alluded to, broadcasting over fifty years now, uh, fifty-five, I guess. Jeez, um, I've never seen so much censorship in ever, ever, ever. I mean, these people are—they just don't care. They just don't care. Poof. you're gone.
1: It's as part of the of selling this whole agenda. No. I mean you know the communists did the same thing
0: did they uh you
1: know they basically shut down anybody that that would dare write an article against them or anything i mean this is the same exact you know strategy uh you're on this or you're not you know it's uh it's crazy (laughs) and i can remember
0: martin back in the 50s when i was in grade school i mean this whole russian nuclear thing they were selling that then to me in st louis and we were to hide yeah. under our desk, right? And Russian had all the bombs and just go under your desk and you'll be good. You know, I mean, they've been selling this for 50 years, 60 years. But
1: Well, you should you know, buy one of those 1950 desks and keep it in your house. You know?
0: <laughs> I, should, I should do that. Okay, so is it fair to say that Mr. Putin would not have done this if he didn't have some idea that oh, Jing, what's his face in China, He's going to have his back politically or and also economically. Was that fair?
1: Uh, yes. I mean, it's even come out that uh, Xing asked them not to invade until after the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that right? Oh, no, good. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's fair. Okay. That, okay. Uh, look, I mean, <clears throat> from their perspective, yeah. uh, the U.S. is a very arrogant place with these neocons, and they know that. Uh, that, you know, they went against Syria, I mean, Vietnam, uh, Iraq. Uh, I mean, this is what they do. Maybe. I mean, they just can't live without it, without some sort of an enemy. Uh, and, um, I mean, even this this nonsense that, you know, uh, Putin put out, or, or I say Biden put out about Putin, that, oh, you know, this is democracy against all, you know, all First of all, we don't live in a democracy. He is doing exactly the same thing that he's accusing Putin of. His uh, executive orders are of all these sanctions, they're not done by the people. They're not presented to Congress. Uh, did Congress vote on any of this? No. Uh, so he's just, you know, it's its very nice. He wants to pretend, oh, well, I'm elected. Well, you know, so is Saddam Hussein. All right. Um <laughs> It, it, it all depends you know I mean it was you know Stalin I think did the best quote when it came to elections he says you can vote whatever you want it's the guy who counts that makes this, the decision you know the guy,
0: who count, the guy who counts the vote so this whole thing that I believe it's coming to a head what in a couple of days Martin Armstrong so Vlad is saying okay you guys want my oil you guys want my uh, gas uh, my uh, whatever all the other stuff I have my wheat you got to do rubles or gold is this what he's saying now? Or Bitcoin, right? And what's the ramifications <laughs> of this? It's got to be interesting.
1: Well, uh, this is why I said what uh, Biden has done uh, in, in just eight weeks. He has destroyed the world economy. Oh, good. <laughs> um, globalism is now done. It's finished. <laughs> okay. uh, in all honesty, if you're Chinese... And you have investments in the United States, and you just saw what he did to Russians. Do you really think you can sleep at night realizing that maybe your assets might be seized if he's in a dispute with China? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've broken international law here, uh, and as I said, sanctions between U.S. and Russia are one thing. Um, you keep them at the at the you know the governmental level you don't go down to individuals and uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, outrageous. And that has systematically destroyed the world economy. I mean, the the capital flows have already been pouring uh, quite dramatically um, into the U S from Europe, but now you're also having uh, people realize that emerging markets are at risk. So um, everywhere you go. So you have capitals now contracting.
0: Capitals um, so contracting. It, I'll explain what do you mean by that? Capitals contracting.
1: Well, all the, the various different funds, uh, things of this nature that were selling, you know, um, I you know. Emerging market investments and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even BlackRock's fund lost a, a ton of money on this and emerging markets. I mean, you really have to kind of get out of that stuff at this this point because it becomes po- too political. And um, th- the biggest problem with uh, Biden is that he goes off script. I mean, that whole thing about, you know, you know, for God's sakes, get rid of Putin. That was not on the script. He wasn't reading that. He just made it up. Right. And and that's a, a real danger because um, he's not really all there. No. of course. All right. Yes. Then his his staff came out and tried to take that back. Oh, we didn't really mean regime change. Then he comes out. No, I did. I mean, so,
0: a, so a, what is the whole gold nuts. what is the whole gold thing and and, and ruble what's it going to do to the price of gold and the dollar in your opinion what what, what are we going to see here in the next few months and and oil or price of oil too
1: <clears throat> well basically the you know destroying the world economy he sees 600 billion of foreign reserves of Russia so uh if, You're going to continue to sell gas to um, Europe. To Europe. Are you going to continue to take dollars that he would just freeze? No. Uh, So you have to basically say, you know, okay, fine. Um, You're going to pay us in rubles. So we'll be going to a ruble bank, all right, not a bank that the U.S. can seize. Uh, The same thing happened in Saudi Arabia. Uh, and maybe it was below the radar for a lot of people, but China went to Saudi Arabia and said, we will buy oil from you and won, yeah. not dollars. Yes, yeah. And they agreed. All right. So this is about the freezing of assets. And I mean, ultimately, it it undermines the dollar as the reserve currency. All right. And I mean, that's a few years out yet, but, um, you know, <clears throat> people have to understand it's what is going on is exactly opposite of what should be going on. What makes world peace? It's not nuclear weapons. All right. What creates it is that there is a economic, uh, incentive for everybody to, to work together. As long as, you know, um, China needs to sell stuff to the United States, it's not going to bite the hand that feeds it, right? The same thing with Russia. Mm-hmm. Now you've just cut off Russia uh, from just about everything. But okay, we'll buy your gas. You know, <laughs> I we mean,
0: because right? we need yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, now, let, let me ask you, sir. How was it possible that Putin had six hundred billion worth of, I guess, dollars somewhere where the people? He knew were going to be against him could snatch. I mean, was that a really cact- a tactical error on his part?
1: I would say so. Um, wow! And wow! Look, I mean, nobody has ever put in sanctions so draconian as Biden has done, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it, it is an unbelievable precedent uh, because when you do this you are undermining the entire world economy then inflation starts to rise and it goes oh this is because of putin no it's because of you all right um not the five or six
0: trillion dollars they've created in the last year right or two years no no
1: well i mean that's not necessarily the the real issue the issue was was started with COVID. yes sir. uh and you put in lockdowns and things of this nature you shut down the supply chain, and that caused shortages. So this inflation is different. All right, Mm. it's, before we had, like going into 1980 from the OPEC, that was what you would call cost push inflation. All right, so the price of oil went up dramatically and that caused inflation, all right? This one is different. This one is caused by shortages. All right. So, for example, I go to shopping at the store. Sometimes things that I would like aren't there, and so I buy other things. I buy I buy more of it because the next time I go back, it might not be there. So you start hoarding. All right. So because there are shortages, it's not a question of price. Huh. You know. All right. Fine. I'll give you three dollars instead of two. Sorry, they're not available. That's different.
0: And, and, and you could it could be argued with uh, Newsom and this whole offloading the trucks and all the things he did years ago that this was all planned, this supply shortage, right? It had to be with COVID. Are they well, that smart, though? I'm I don't not know. really sure. I smart? mean, we
1: have... Honestly, we have the dumbest world crop of leaders, I think, (laughs) in human history.
0: Um, Maybe I'm giving them too much credit here.
1: You may be. I mean, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, there was one of the the top three insurance companies uh, had the office across from us in Princeton. And they bought this company, insurance company in Britain, um, <clears throat> when the pound in 1985 was was about par. Mm-hmm. And then the pound goes to two dollars. They're handing out you know million dollar bonuses, and they're written up as the best takeover in American history. Then the pound goes from two dollars to one fifty. They call us in uh, from around across the whole hall, hall, and they said. You know, would you take a look at this? We think we might have a currency problem. <laughs> I mean, um, <clears throat> this is basically, you know, what we've done over the years, been called into some of the most disastrous things possible. Um, Merle Lynch, uh, you know, pulled out of, out of Japan and it, and after had they had promised they'd be making markets and in, in various different debt that they sold and you get in a crash. In Europe, we got called into um, Mercedes. They had read the, the the newspaper that said, oh, the pound is not going to be in the euro, so it's going to fall. So they sold forward a year's worth of, of, of sales because they thought the pound was going to go down. The pound went up, not down. All right, they lost over a billion dollars. So then they call us and gee, you know, I said, why did you do this? They said, well, <laughs> that's what it said in the newspaper, right? <laughs> <laughs> then they sent us over to Daimler-Benz, who had the same trade on, met with the board there. And they said, well, you know, we don't, uh, you know, trading decisions for hedging are made at the board level. And they had lost so many times, they passed a rule that once they, they put on a hedge, they no longer, they won't lift it. Um, wow. So at the end of the fiscal year, we got Mercedes out of its crisis and made back the billion. Dinger Benz lost the billion, and the two of them were merged at the end of the year. And now we going, oh, gee, how'd that happen? It was to hide the billion dollar loss on the other side. Uh, this is back I mean, in the day that,
0: when, you were, when you were doing in- in-house, really nitty-gritty consult kind of consults with big companies around the world, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, we get we still get called into these sorts of things. Do you? I mean, wow. the the losses in foreign exchange is incredible uh, among multinationals, etc. I mean, they they just get it wrong. Uh, <laughs> these things are still not even taught in school.
0: They just get it wrong. They just get it wrong.
1: They, they read the papers, they listen to the opinions. Oh, yeah, okay, fine, that sounds like a good idea. Really? You didn't even look at a chart. <laughs> um, you didn't look at the history of anything. Um,
0: right. right. Uh, so if in, It's just if it's you, the way it is. So uh, you had mentioned in one of our uh, regular guests, Tom Luongo, who I think you know too, Tom, uh, he was talking about all this money coming in from Europe, Is uh, and we have a lot of, of our listeners, they have most of their... There's stuff, you know, on 401ks, Martin Armstrong. Does that mean that, do you, do you think the market's going to stay up for a while with all this money coming in and this, that's where it's going to yeah, go? Yeah,
1: you're looking at capital con- concentrating. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if the, the peace talks work a little bit and we'll see, I mean, maybe by the week of April 18th, they might come to an agreement. Uh, Russia's at least agreed not to um, attack Kiev while they're in the talks. Uh, it, it all is going to depend upon will, you know what happens to sanctions if you reach a peace agreement. Will they drop these stupid sanctions against everybody? Right. Or will the U.S. just say, no, 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 we're keeping it in until, you know, whatever. Uh, unfortunately, these are executive orders from Biden. And I don't think he's in any mental shape to, to, to understand what he's doing. But um, there has to be people so
0: that Klaus is calling at night. Klaus and, and telling Biden what to do, right? And they can probably...
1: I don't think Klaus is doing that. You don't, um, you don't
0: think he's involved? Who knows?
1: No, I I, I do know that uh, he was asked if he would get involved, and he said that this was beyond him and it was between two military powers. Um, do you believe that? I don't know. I mean, that's what I was told from somebody that... that is inside, but you know, sure, um, sure. But but it, if um
0: if this if if these globalist clowns and the rest of them and NATO, but you're you're putting it more. You're thinking these neocons are running this show more than Schwab at your at this moment on March
1: 28th. Yeah, Schwab so he, is more interested in the economic side, right? And I think the neocons have uh, just seen this as an opportunity. Uh, to maybe actually defeat, you know, Russia, and I think they're totally insane. Um, first of all, I mean, <clears throat> you know, they, they they make it sound like oh, Putin's this madman. Really, uh, there are people behind Putin who are also neocons, and you take out Putin, and you might get something far worse. I mean. Stalin would have no problem killing 10 million people, going out, celebrating, drinking champagne and, and some vodka and, and caviar. Um, you, know, I, you know, Putin is is more into his legacy and preserving Russia uh some of you know you get a neocon in charge over there against our neocons over here and god help us yeah wouldn't you know, it be good. Know.
0: well but but one i don't i even like to use the term the nuclear thing but there's no martin i'm there's no way that putin's going to let people invade that country it's just not no. going to happen right
1: a, i mean and these people are saying oh you know ukraine can beat russia are you serious I mean, if Russia was really pushed up against the wall, then it's time to push the button. Yeah,
0: yeah. Then then it's game I over. I mean, right? you know, game over.
1: This, you know, get real here. It's
0: not, um, not going to happen.
1: And either. I hate to tell you, but, you know, China and Russia ha- are ahead of us in, in uh, supersonic missiles. Uh, China just shot off one that went completely around the world and hit its target.
0: What? Wait a minute. Hold on. I I have seen a couple that were shot or heard about in, in, in Ukraine with Russia, but China's got these supersonic they flew it around the world and hit something?
1: Yes. Completely around the world and it hit its target.
0: Okay. Oh, Whoa. Really? Now <coughs> um That's spooky, man.
1: Yeah, and the way they they pitched this, oh Russia used a supersonic missile showing he's desperate. No, he was testing it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was checking it out.
1: Right. That's all. Uh, But the the point is, is that what a supersonic missile will do is it beats our defenses. Uh, It it could take out New York City or L.A. or whatever faster than we could shoot it down.
0: Even without a nuke, just a supersonic missile itself,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know... So be careful what you wish for here. And this is why I started. The the Pentagon has been throwing cold water on these guys, saying, hey, back off. You don't know what you're asking for.
0: (laughs) Let's chill Um, out. Let's chill out here.
1: You have a few generals that are retired coming out and saying the the, the Pentagon um, line Look, Putin is not losing. You don't understand. Uh, And I mean, the American strategy is just go in and destroy everything, take out the power grid, the water, everything, and then hand them a trillion dollars to rebuild it. <laughs> All right, right. Uh, that seems to be our MO. That's, that's
0: what they do. Here's an email from Emily. Does uh, Martin Armstrong think that they, they, whoever they are, will turn off the internet for a while and blame it on Russia? There's, you know, you know, that's an interesting one.
1: Look, anything they, you know, unfortunately in the United States, they will, will no matter, he's already blaming inflation on on Russia. I mean, um, no matter what happens, uh, they will do that. And the power um,
0: grids are very vulnerable in this country, right? Just
1: huge. 20, look, 20 missiles can take out the entire power grid, but they can also, uh, with supersonic missiles, they can take out satellites. You take out a lot of the satellites and there goes, you know, communications
0: whatever um so what and, would be a, an out for the neocons and not back back out of this thing without losing face right i mean how are they gonna how they well, gonna, they're
1: not up front
0: oh yeah so um, nobody knows that they're pulling the strings right
1: Except, no, and look they've always been there uh and they're like i say they're there uh in every administration republican or democrat doesn't matter yeah yeah, there um they're, they're, they're always there, uh, and it's you know some of them are directly in the State Department, like you know Victoria Newland and others are, are on the outside like uh, uh Bill Crystal things you know all those guys yeah. Uh, yeah but you know they're you know I look, I know a lot of these people I mean Bill Crystal had even spoken at one of our conferences back in the nineties hmm. um, so. I mean, I've known a lot of these people over the years. Um, this is just the way it is. You know, you, you bump into them, you, you know, cocktail parties and, and things of this nature, and, and you, you get to know people over the years. Uh, and so I find it kind of interesting uh, that no matter what crisis it is, it, it, I usually you know all the people involved.
0: Yeah. Do, do you think this uh, Putin move with gold and Bitcoin – and for for gas and oil um, really um, makes these a more of a bullish investment for our listeners gold gold and bitcoin
1: i would look uh, gold is <clears throat> the only problem with gold is that it's lost its mobility no in other words, you can't hop on a plane with, uh,
0: yeah, in you your know, pocket.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. a bunch of a pocket of full of gold, and and I mean, there was a woman just from Canada to try try going to San Francisco with thirty thousand, and they confiscated it. They took it away. Um, <laughs> and they just confiscated it. That was it. Um, and Because they have these civil asset forfeiture rules. I mean, there was a guy that, that hopped on a plane from Tampa just to Cincinnati with 500000 in cash to go buy something, and they took it from
0: him. They took his money.
1: They just took his money. Uh, you can Google this stuff. I mean, this is what, what happened. You, so it's not just internationally, it's domestic.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I would, you know, Look at the old silver coins and things of this nature, because you also have to realize that, you know, you go into a Starbucks, are they going to know what silver were or not? You know, uh, I mean, there are videos on youtube showing people offered a chocolate bar and a silver bar and they took the chocolate you
0: know? <laughs> yeah um, oh you mean the pre-65 silver dimes and quarters yes, and halves. yes and-
1: at least they can look at a coin oh yeah before 64 it i know it's good all yeah, right yeah, um the yeah, yeah, yeah. gold is is fine and it's going to go up but you know if you you're just not going to be able to put it uh hop on a plane with it or something like that. And I wouldn't keep it in a known storage facility because if the government's going to confiscate, that's what happens. I mean, um, in in 34, when Roosevelt confiscated the gold, uh, he didn't go house to house and take all the $20 gold pieces out of your sock drawer. All right. But if you, whatever you had on deposit at the bank, it was gone. They took it. All right. Yeah so that that's why there's still plenty of twenty dollar gold pieces around today yeah um
0: but he didn't even didn't, martin i don't think he did do the numismatics back in 33 did he i thought it was just uh, bullion no
1: yes but the 20 dollars gold pieces were bullion at the time oh
0: they they, they weren't considered numismatics <laughs>
1: no because they you know uh i think the last 20 dollars gold piece struck was 1932 ah. um, I mean, yes, he, he exempted uh, numismatic stuff, uh, mainly because, uh, you know, um, he was a stamp collector, but Teddy Roosevelt was an ancient coin collector. So they were both collectors of, you know, of things uh, in that family.
0: Yes, here's Uh, an interesting email from Case. Martin Armstrong, is there a possibility that the boys, as Patrick calls them, want World War III to happen so it will crush economies for the Great Reset to happen? That is why no one is talking about peace. Then they can build back better with their utopian green communism.
1: Well, that has been, honestly, the the idea. Um,
0: So this email is on it.
1: Yeah, I mean... But I think the, it's not that World War Three. And as far as nuclear is concerned, they thought that they would be able to take out Russia uh, and China with regime change, and then create this build back better. And they really do think that they can recreate uh, a uh, another Brenton Woods. Uh, and I mean, if you look at Schwab's eight points. Um, you have to understand what he's really saying and, and, and why. All right. This first, one: you own nothing and be happy, yeah. and everybody thinks, oh, that's communism, whatever. No, it's a little bit more than that. All right. We have reached the end of the road with funding these deficits year after year after year. The ECB lowered interest rates negative in 2014. They haven't been able to raise them since. Hmm. All right. They hmm. can't sell their debt. Uh, they've wiped out the pension funds because legally a lot of the pension funds in Europe had to have government debt between 70% to 90%, depending on where country they were in. Now, you issue government debt that's negative. They need 8% to break even.
0: In the pension so, the funds. Pension, right, in the pension, yeah. Yeah, 8%.
1: Wow. So, all your your pension funds in Europe are insolvent. They're gone. So this great reset that Schwab has was sold to Europe as their way out. So they will default on the debt. All right. To get out of this. But if they defaulted, you're going to have millions of people running up to them, you know, to the parliaments with pitchforks and dragging them out and probably putting heads on sticks. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the good old days. Could get ugly. Could uh, get ugly. So, <clears throat> his you'll own nothing and be happy makes it sound i'm doing it for you i'm going to relieve you of all your debts mm-hmm. you know i'm such a great guy but at the same time i'm defaulting on everything i own <laughs> so that's really what's behind that then you also find in there the us will no longer be a superpower all right uh our nuclear weapons and everything will be shared by the united nations this is soros's dream of a one world government hmm. and this is what was behind creating the eu i mean these people really are delusional they think if you make only one government then that will end war and it doesn't just look at the roman empire it was one government and how many civil wars did they have
0: they were um, always fighting over there about it, something
1: it, oh yeah. you know you're so one world government is not the solution yet you you know these people are like or they're they're really delusional
0: (laughs) so so for this country do you think that that's what they have in mind to forgive like student loans and car loans and home loans and everything at some point and then give people these central bank digital currencies you don't own anything but we'll take care of you and you'll be fine and
1: yeah, that the, the, kind of thing. That's what they want uh, to uh, do. Guaranteed basic income based then replaces the pension funds. All right. Oh, yeah, you're going to lose all your pension funds, but, we'll but you're going to get a guaranteed basic income.
0: Yeah, but they don't all tell right. you that if you get kicked off of Facebook or or Twitter or don't get your vaccine, that maybe we'll not give you as much as the next guy.
1: Right. They I don't mean, that it, this is all about power. It, it's... Whoa. Uh, and it's mainly because Keynesian economics has failed.
0: Um, the basic it's a basic uh, um, fractional reserve banking trip that they've been on for a hundred.
1: No, it's more than fractional banking is is not really the issue. Uh, <clears throat> Keynesian economics was was uh, came out of the Great Depression. And the idea was that we can, increase the money supply, lower it, interest rates, et cetera, because uh, to affect demand that we wouldn't borrow. We didn't have trust in the future. So if the government stepped in and started doing this, it would, it would support the economy. Well, back then, the government wasn't the problem. Uh, Hoover was running, you know, balanced budgets, Hmm. All right. So you know, then Keynesian economics was used for this deficit spending. And so we ended up with an you know an outrageous national debt. But now the problem is the government is the biggest borrower. Yeah. So yeah. if the Federal Reserve raises interest rates to lower our demand, okay, fine, maybe we borrow less, but does the government? No.
0: Yeah, there, there, a has million, no there, there are a trillion impact. and a half in the, in the red each year about already, right? So they're not, that's not yeah, going to stop. I mean, and I think interest on the debt is about 500 billion a year, pretty close to that. And that could go up and they're going to have to borrow money to pay that, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So the Federal Reserve has lost the power to actually manage the economy because lowering or raising interest rates doesn't affect the government. So this is the real problem. This is why I say e- Keynesian, Keynesian economics is collapsing. Done. All right. Was, that, that's, that's the real issue.
0: Was there a theory back then, Martin uh, Armstrong, uh, Keynesian, that if we if we create the money and keep our GDP relatively good – that there won't be too much inflation and it'll all be fine. That idea?
1: Yeah, and it, yeah, it yeah. would end um, recessions, depressions. We would The yeah. government would smooth out the economy.
0: But um, that would only work if the Treasury was creating the money, but the Fed creates the money and you have to borrow it, which is, that's the big problem, right?
1: No, not no? really. No?
0: You wouldn't no, have debt, I though, if Treasury was why? creating the money. You wouldn't have debt.
1: No. The Fed only, yes, it has the power to create elastic money. Okay. However, it doesn't control the budget. No. The vast majority of the money is spent by Congress. Yes, sir. And then they turn to the Fed and say, well, it's your job to prevent it from being inflationary. Yes, sir. All right, so that's really what's going on. People say, oh, the Fed is creates the money. No, it doesn't, okay? I mean, yeah, you're talking about the paper money. That's true. However, just uh, here on uh, this week, Congress just <coughs> pe- or introduced
0: one point five. Yeah, Oh, e-cash. Well, I didn't hear that. E-cash.
1: What is e-cash? All right. Uh, <laughs> the bill was just introduced on Monday. Mm-hmm. And look at it. What it says is that the creation of money is being, physical money is being taken away from the Federal Reserve. And the Treasury will now issue it. But the Treasury is run by who? The White House. Yeah. So now you're taking the creation of money away from the Federal Reserve, which is independent. Yes. And you're putting it in the White House. So Biden can now create the money, whatever he needs, when he needs to.
0: He can. So it's going to be a digital thing that Treasury, this is going to be different from the central bank digital currency?
1: Yes. Um, And to sell it, uh, they're taking a shot at all the cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is easily traceable. If I gave you $100 in Bitcoin, they know it came from me. Right. And where did I get it from? They can go all the way down. So there's no privacy with, with Bitcoin or any of this stuff. The eCash, the proposal is completely anonymous.
0: I mean, we don't know who wrote the bill or anything?
1: Oh, no, we know who wrote the bill. What I'm saying is that there's no tracking on the money.
0: So how would that work if, have, if if uh, if the White House or Treasury wants to get Patrick $1,000? How would that work?
1: Just create it, no, no problem. Send it to me? You would then <coughs> get this through your bank account. Okay. So the problem is that everybody has to have a bank account. So it's going to really mean that everybody's got to be on the grid. Yes, sir and eliminating, ultimately, it's not in the bill, but what they're going to do is by moving the cash creation to the Treasury, then what happens to all the outstanding money from the Fed? The Fed will no longer be printing it. So at what point does it get canceled?
0: Because Treasury owns the Fed, I think, I don't know, $6 trillion, the, Yeah, something like that, something like that, $6 trillion.
1: No, the Fed, Fed, is not owned by the treasury
0: no i know that but treasury owns the federal reserve banks owned by the banks about six trillion in treasury notes
1: well it's they're involved to the extent that the federal reserve for reserves of banks the reserve is only recognized as government bonds So, yes, there's an overlap there. But Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about is the physical money, the cash, the the dollar bills.
0: Oh, the dollar bills. Yeah. Hmm.
1: So if you're talking about e-cash is taking the power away from the Federal Reserve to create physical money, then that goes to the Treasury. So ultimately, the paper money you have will become worthless, canceled.
0: the paper there's not all that much out there though is there martin i think it's only about what four three percent of the the whole total money supply physical paper
1: of which 70 percent of it is overseas yeah yeah people use it for as a hedge against their own governments
0: so this e-cash then would be in competition to a central bank digital currency
1: well it's basically the alternative, and they're not going to do a central bank digital currency. You don't think they're going to do it. No, this bill says, forget that. We're doing it through the treasury.
0: Wow. And who and did this bill would it have to be go through of uh, uh, Congress and passed and signed and the whole thing to make it?
1: Happen? Yes, okay. So yes. it was just introduced on Monday. the same time um, Biden introduced his new billionaire tax.
0: yeah, I saw that. yeah. So we'll have to you could duck duck go or Google that. And e cash and see where we are with that one. You think that? Yes. you think they're going to pass it's called, it? You
1: know, the bill is, is e cash.
0: Um, yes. And so uh, then Patrick would go to Starbucks with my phone and buy some coffee with some e cash?
1: Exactly. Kind of thing. And you get the e cash through your bank account. So you have to have a bank account and all money would be there. So that way they can tax everything. Of course.
0: And then Patrick would have to behave to get the e-cash, right?
1: Well, they, you know, that's, that's <laughs> another question. And yeah, they well, yeah. you um, are. <laughs> but, get- you know, they will probably confiscate all cryptocurrencies and force it into that. Because um, that's the only way they're going to be able to tax everybody. And then uh, this billionaire tax, they're doing it the same way they put in the income tax. When they put that in in 1913, they sold it. Oh, only millionaires are going to have to pay this. You know, it's not going to affect you. Um, Now, of course, everybody has to file income tax. The danger of the billionaire tax. Look a little closer at it. Yes, 20 percent minimum. But it includes Elizabeth Warren's dream, wealth tax.
0: Wealth tax, yeah.
1: So if you're, let's say you own uh, a stock and you suddenly make uh, $2 billion this year, but you didn't sell it, you got to pay 20% tax on that. Oh, d- Next year, it goes back down to 500000 You don't get a credit for the loss.
0: Oh, you mean they want to tax it even before you sell it?
1: Before you sell it. Oh,
0: isn't that rich? Isn't that wonderful? Good for so,
1: them. So, they're selling this as the billionaire tax. However, once they get that in, then they just keep redefining the the threshold. Hmm. That means your, let's say you your house, um, suddenly doubles in value. Oh, you made a lot of money this year. Give us twenty percent of that new value then the House goes back down 50%. Sorry, that's on you.
0: But is that even constitutional or does it even matter these days?
1: This is what is in there. And this is what he's trying to get passed. Congress will most likely pass that uh, unless a couple of Democrats at least wake up and vote against it. But all they need is one, really. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is that the way they sell it, Oh gee, you're 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 going to support billionaires? You know that's the way they they'll no, intimidate understand. people to vote for this stuff. I understand? And once they create a wealth tax, that's it. It's over with. Um, <laughs> you're ending basically the United States the way it was. I mean, you're ending investment. How do I now invest in something long term? I can't if I'm going to have to pay twenty percent. You know, every time it goes up. And then when I finally sell it, it's half the price of what I sold it at. Well, that's, you sorry about that. You don't get a refund.
0: Martin Armstrong, knowing that everything is all politics is political theater, before we go, a couple qu- two final questions, do you, is there any hope for more liberty minded people if more of the, uh, the conservative dudes get in in November, do you think? I mean, is that some of this stuff won't get through?
1: Perhaps, um. But they're going to try and push this thing through uh, before with. Yes. And that January 6th uh, investigation is licking its lips. They're desperate to charge trump criminally one way or another because they don't want him in again do they they just well it, it's more than that they want to use that for the for the november elections and say see all the democrats you know are together here and republicans are evil i mean this is this, this else, the sales same
0: thing okay final question we have listeners around the world thankfully and uh if they're not buying into this OE oh, CBD cash CB, CBD whatever and uh they kind of are libertarian-minded, as most of our audience is, and believe in hard. I mean, how do they navigate their way forward to uh, financially? I mean, what are some ideas that they can do, simple things that they can do to have some money to buy some food five years from now?
1: Well, basically, at this point in time, um, you should be <coughs> stockpiling at least a couple years' worth of food, if you can, mm-hmm. Um simply because of shortages and and things of that nature and inflation that's coming. And I don't see that ending before 2024, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, But you want to look at things that are really kind of off the grid. Uh, And, I mean, silver coins, I think, is is probably, you know, one of the best because they're also small – you know, you know, how are you gonna go buy a cup of coffee with a $20 gold piece, you know? Um, uh, but, I mean, at least if you look at like the hyperinflation of Germany and things of this nature, anything, you know, tangible survived, you know, antique coins, stamps, art, things of this nature, and even real estate. Uh, that's the biggest threat of this uh, billionaire tax. The, real the, wealth tax, tax.
0: the wealth tax thing.
1: And yeah. then that can really undermine the entire real estate market uh, because these people will bring it down. At, you know they sell it once it's a law, then they just redefine what the you know who is the rich.
0: So you, that's, know, you go in yeah,
1: 1940 the rich was somebody that made five million a year. So that's now the idea
0: behind all of this wealth tax thing andba that they, they kind of know where they're going with this thing. And they, yes. they want to be able to keep controlling, hammering people down, right?
1: They think that's, that that's uh, they need to, you know, you find, you know, 50 cent. Peace in, in the parking lot, where's our 50%? You know? <laughs> That's the way they look at it.
0: <laughs> okay, I, I got to do this one because this is a good question. From Susan, I enjoyed the show. Thanks for having him on, having back more often. So if I wanted to go someplace else I wasn't so crazy in the world, is there someplace I could move? That's an interesting question. I don't know. I mean, the devil you know is even maybe sometimes better than the devil you don't, right?
1: Sometimes that's true. I mean, it it, it is looking to be honestly uh, more like South America and Africa, actually. Oh, really? Um, really, they're not targets on the nuclear grid. <laughs> so, if there ever was a nuclear war, you don't want to be up north in uh, in the United States, that's for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I mean, you know, you have to look at things of that of that nature and understand that. The monetary system is collapsing
0: yes sir it really and is
1: isn't that's it? really at the core issue of all of this it's the incentive for the great reset all of this it, you know a lot of it's being sold as propaganda Oh, this that the other thing but really at the bottom line they cannot continue to borrow forever and never have any intention of paying anything back
0: yes sir that's that's really that's really what's going on isn't
1: it yeah yes
0: well, Mr. Armstrong, it's always fun to have you here. Thank you very much for being on the show. Tell folks what they'll find when they visit your website, if they care to do that. Martin, Armstrong Economics.
1: Uh, it's Well, it's armstrongeconomics.com. Um, uh, we run it as a public service, so you don't even have to register. <laughs> um, you can look at it for free if you want You to know, um, get into our actual models and forecasting that's different uh that that we call you know socrates.com hmm. um, that is an ai system that it's the only fully functioning artificial intelligence system in the world it's monitoring absolutely every country uh, and the computer writes over a thousand forecasts every day Wow! Uh, there's no human interaction so it's um it's not somebody's opinion versus somebody else. So uh, it's that's why it, it tends to be used by you know globally. So and companies are not even blocked in China. Company companies and
0: individuals are. actually sign up as Socrates and, and use it to make investment decisions. Yes. Right.
1: Uh-huh. You can make your decisions based upon um, Uh, I mean, it writes a report every day, tells you where there's support, resistance, what's the trend, uh, have we broken it, are we bullish, bearish? Um, All that is written by the computer.
0: Wow. And it's been pretty accurate, hasn't it, over the years, old Socrates? Yeah,
1: it's uh, basically what I found um, being an international hedge fund manager. I mean, I remember being in, in Geneva and that's where all the money was, because that's where all the OPEC money was yeah, sir. In, in the 80s. And then Japan started rising, and then the capital started moving to Japan. And, but so did the, the talent. A lot of the top brokers I knew there, Merrill Lynch, et cetera, that were in, in Geneva, suddenly moved, and they went to Tokyo. Hmm. And then when Tokyo peaked in 1989, where'd they go? Oh, they all started moving to Southeast Asia. Then from there, then they oh, let's go back. The euro is coming in ninety eight. So it, it, it capital concentrates that way, <clears throat> and so does the talent and the capital flows. Mm. So, um, uh, you know, I would say, I mean, it's been accurate even in predicting wars and things. And um, we had a client, Universal Bank of Lebanon, who had sent over. Uh, They called and they asked if we could do a model in the Lebanese pound. Said, well, you know, you got the data, we can do it. So they actually sent over somebody with ledgers that somebody had written down the Lebanese pound since the 1850s. We put it in the computer and it came out and it said, your country is going to fall apart in eight days.
0: No. I thought there was something wrong. That's what Socrates said.
1: (laughs) So I called them on the phone. I said, look, there has to be something wrong with this data. Mm -hmm. I said, it says your country is going to fall apart in eight days. Mm -hmm. And very calmly, they asked me, well, what currency do you think would be best? (laughs) I said, excuse me? (laughs) I said, well, it says the Swiss franc. Eight days later, that was the Lebanese Civil War. Whoa. Uh, The same thing happened. We had a client in Saudi Arabia, and he calls and says, uh, gee, what's gold going to do tomorrow? Uh, Iran's going to start attacking shipping in the Gulf. Uh, So you telling me the war's going to start tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think gold's going to do? I realized over the years, if you're going to invade something, then you're going to basically... Uh, move any capital that you have in that direction. So even with 9-11 the, the SEC was kind of looking at our models and started looking at people who was buying the <clears throat> puts and things on, on airline stocks in advance. Before, um, yeah. yeah. Somebody knows something's gonna happen and the capital begins to move that way. And <clears throat> I stood up in 1998 at our conference in London. And I didn't realize, but somebody from the London Financial Times had stuck it in the back. And I stood up and I said, look, computer saying the Russia is going to collapse. And I give it about 90 days or about 30 days. Next thing I know, he puts on the front page of the London FT, Armstrong says Russia is going to collapse with all these nuclear weapons, blah, blah, blah. And it collapsed. That became the long-term capital management crisis, et cetera. Um, and we saw 100 billion going in and capital flows uh, to Russia, but we saw 150 billion coming out. This, this is not sustainable. I um, mean, so the the computer monitoring everything, and it picks it up, and it's very interesting that way. Uh, very, you know, nonchalantly without human emotions or bias it says okay fine that's it. That's okay, fine, thank you.
0: No greed or fear, right? They're just doing its little so, Exactly. So are you guys are you, are you feeding Socrates like breakfast, lunch, and dinner all the time with data? I mean you have to keep
1: it's connected into virtually every exchange around the world and it's pulling data down wow. from every place. That's all automatic. I mean, look, 20 years ago, yeah, we had a staff of 240 people, and we had to be inputting the data manually. And today, it's all brought down from around the world.
0: That's fascinating. Wow. Did you hire some super geek to, to create this thing, or?
1: No, I actually am a pretty good AI programmer. I, I didn't know. Oh, my father stuck me into that back in the 60s, and uh,
0: right.
1: it stuck.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, this, I gotta do that I keep saying I got one more here's Carl okay so who is controlling the CIA that is a good question I've often wondered that I mean the head dude does he just make decisions somebody's gotta be calling him at night right the CIA and they're involved in everything everything
1: <clears throat> usually the heads of these departments um, are not really the movers and shakers ah. uh, <clears throat> they're political appointees and they know that so, just because, like, Bush Sr. was the head of the CIA for a few years, do you really think they're going to walk into him and say, gee, by the way, here's Area 51. We killed this guy, that guy, and the other. Okay. No, what they do is they walk in and say, gee, would you like to play golf tomorrow with so-and-so? I see.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: You have <clears throat> these neocons, which are really running uh, things of that nature, CIA. Uh, it's the the echelon that's always there, and they don't always tell the boss what's going on.
0: I see. Yeah, um, plenty of evidence too that these CIA types been been involved in Ukraine for a long time, right? Yes, so, uh, lots of um, evidence to that. Make you know, stirring things up, stirring things up.
1: This is what they. This like is what I they said. Do. They're the neocons, and they they can't sleep at night as long as they have to dream up a, an enemy someplace.
0: Well, maybe we could just fly them all to, to an island and give them some, you know, some food and just leave them there,
1: you know. Uh, that would be nice. You take the ones from Russia, you take the ones from the U.S. and put them on some island. Say here, duke it out, you know.
0: I, I suspect then that China's got their share of the same
1: Oh, type, yes, same they type. all do.
0: They all do. Yeah, same type. They all do. All right, Mr. Armstrong, thank you very much for coming on. It's an honor. I really appreciate you taking the time. Always have fun.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, thank you. Take care of
0: yourself out there. Bye bye. Sure will. Martin Armstrong, Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com, ArmstrongEconomics.com. Good man, eh? Good stuff. Yeah, it's great fun. Well, I hope you got an ear fuel full there. And so you can maybe start to get around the dinner table tonight and say, Marge, okay, I heard this guy in Patrick's show. What do you think we should do? Well, see, these are some things you should maybe do. I'll think about it. Okay, I'm going to see you in about a half an hour. Scott Horton's going to be here. We're going to talk more about Russia and Ukraine and such. So it's an honor to be here. Thank you for your support. I will see you in 30 minutes right here, oneradionetwork.com. Thank you, and uh, may the blessings be. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is oneradionetwork.com.